BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Y'all, it is all happening. And by all happening, I mean all of my merch is now happening and live on the shop.dearmedia.com shop. We've got phone cases, hats, cropped hoodies, full-size hoodies, all available. Be sure to check it out. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. Vanderpump Rules to Motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Well, 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 back podcasting at home because after our Vegas weekend, we're a little under the weather. We? You said yesterday you were feeling a little weak. Yeah, I'm not gonna, do you know like the feeling when you're at home and you you feel like the aches come on, right? And like, it's the aches. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, that doesn't feel right. I was there, but I didn't want to like. Admit it? A, no, not admit it. I didn't want to add to the stress that I know you already had going on in your head because you thought you had, obviously, could be COVID or whatever. No, I honestly didn't think it was COVID this time because the two times I've had COVID, I haven't had symptoms really. Interesting. So you just so, knew it was like a flu. I know there's flus um, going around. I thought, I, yeah, I thought you were just going to worry, be worried about that. So I just didn't want to mention it. I was like, oh. I'll tough it out. No, I was honestly just worried about getting summer sick that's why i was like i don't want to you know share a straw with her or mm-hmm. have her sleep on my chest i didn't want to breathe around her i was considering like do i wear a mask because i just don't want to see her get sick and then yeah. fucking kid has a runny nose after her nap i'm like damn it 
But <laughs> yeah, but listen, and, honey, you gotta you gotta think of it like you were around here how much and you were sick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so for her just to get a runny nose and bounce back today, you know, perfect. So good yeah. on it. Well done. I'm glad you guys are well. Yeah, and today we're feeling better, but um you can probably tell from my voice it's still a little hoarse. I've been quite congested. And my friend Tori Keith, who I've podcasted with before, she was going to come into the studio today. She is also sick. I'm like, okay, it's just going around right now. Mm. We are going to reschedule. We're going to do a podcast focusing on all things mental health, anxiety, depression, OCD, and like so much more. But we're going to save that for probably after the holidays. Instead, you got stuck with me tonight, listeners. Hey, I... Oh, I thought you were saying me. I'm like, I will always <laughs> want to be stuck with you. <laughs> just, no, but also there were so many questions that came in after we podcasted because we posted and then like five hours later podcasted. So I figured this was the perfect opportunity to just continue last week's podcast, do a part two Q&A because there were still so many good questions. But I know my sister doesn't want to be around me sick. So she is not here to moderate and ask the questions. So what does Just that ask. mean? So that means we can ask the questions? That means the questions came in. Do you have like they're... random ones there? Can I look at some more questions too? I haven't what? even looked at them yet. I'm You're just going to. swiping gonna... through? Yeah, I'm just going to All ask. right, let's you lucky me... dip on the. Wait, this is heated. Okay, so we got. You gonna... sent me 19 questions. I are don't these... know that we'll answer all of them. Are these but... going to be you answer, I answer, or just it depends. questions? Some, some questions might be just for me. Some might be for both. Some's just a general question. All right, let's shoot from the hip. Because this one right here, okay. Seville Sizer 04 wants to know, what were you most anxious about going into filming? I think that is a both question. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, for me, when, when to answer that question, I don't... I mean, I get anxious every season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had nothing to compare it to. Yeah. I didn't have any any understanding of that, obviously. So I wasn't anxious. And to be honest, I was just kind of pretty like, this is cool moments. Like, just like when you, we got to do really cool things, like go to the polo field grounds. Yeah. For James. Was dope. For Richella, right? And like, so I don't think I never really had anything going into last season. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Then You're just not an anxious person. Like, must yeah. be fucking nice, honey. <laughs> Must be nice. You know what, honey? I I really, I really want to try and be more present. So hopefully we can do work on that together, and I can help with your anxiousness, and you can help with my non-anxiousness, and get put a bit of a fire under me. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like we can that. Balance each other out. So you don't. You but you obviously you said you get anxious. I feel like yeah. I mean, I am. Just what about filming? An anxious person by nature. So with filming every season. I always get anxious before the season. You know, I'm not always, I don't think I've ever in 10 years gone into a season where I'm getting along with every single person. Maybe actually, maybe season seven. I would have to fact check, but I think that was a time when I was good with everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, Basically, every season, there's someone or something that I'm anxious about because we're not always, all getting along hey, ain't that the truth you know it's <laughs> like who's gonna come for me what are they gonna say I'm, a, I'm gonna put that out there like this group is very kind of like 
they go through you guys go through some stuff like you go through you go through the ringer with each other mm-hmm. and then to kind of but then after outside of that you guys have your appearances bravo con like and you're within the work environment so there's like a good foundation of respect how how, how like the friendships you guys have you know and it's just crazy the, how the, how these friendships get tested and all that oh yeah just for sure wild we've been through the ringer yeah, exactly that. The ringer. It yeah. feels like it. I've been hanging around with you guys for two years. <laughs> I mean, we've been together over three now. I know. You met everyone pretty early on, so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow, honey. We are aging. I know. We are. Yeah, actually, when was it? When was it the other day I, I realized, like, oh, I'm old? because um, <laughs> I, I was lifting right and I hurt my back yeah and I hurt my back and it was like a, a severe lower back injury because I wasn't using my core which there is no core left you know <laughs> it's just a little, a little bigger than when I was younger so definitely feeling the age tick on oh well you still look good honey thanks baby let's get on this train we've got new year's coming up we've got homebody crushing training so if yeah. anybody is interested in doing any type of personal coaching online where we can do nutrition plans programming daily check-ins and then also weekly calls so if anyone's interested for the new year's let us know homebody's got some great things going on and look forward to hopefully catching up with people throughout the new year but we're going to crush set some goals and crush them i think we should do some lives me and you on there too yeah i love i would love to do some with you now that we've finally moved in it looks like santa claus has had vomit the North Pole <laughs> everywhere in this house. He has vomited everywhere. But thank you very much, Erica, for yeah, making this place feel like a home. Yeah, my mom came over and decorated everything yesterday, and it looks so good. Also, I was going to say, speaking of lives, Brock and I are hosting Fan Room Live oh, yeah. tomorrow, December 10th. It's going to be a virtual uh, meet and greet experience. We're going to do like a Q&A, town hall style online event. So... All of our fans who check into that will be able to video chat with us, ask us questions, and it'll be fun. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, we're I gonna know do it's like coming little, up this weekend. I really like that like, that that way. It's gonna be a great way to connect with everybody. See yeah. some faces again. Yeah, what a way I know, to connect. I miss doing like the huddles and stuff like right? that because it's a great way for people to get, like connect with you guys. So with wait, us. when we're on Homebody, honey, yeah. if we're hosting a live, do I see the people in the class? Yeah, if they if they share their camera. Oh, okay. They can. So it's yeah. their option. Yeah, got it. Okay, I love that because I do miss that interaction. Yeah, the, the goal of the goal of seeing people in, while they're working out too is also motivation. Like, because let's be real, sometimes we're all on different levels. So the goal yeah. is to be able to connect with people. If yeah. we couldn't see what they're doing. It doesn't really add that kind of we're here for everybody and we all get to do it at our own pace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Princess Janelle wants to know, she said, this is more of a question for you. I think she means me. Yeah, because I posted it. (laughs) Did did you stop smoking prior to conceiving summer? I did actually because we had a miscarriage. After we had the miscarriage, I knew I wanted to have another baby. So I was like clean. And good and made sure I was ready in case he impregnated me again soon. And lo and behold. One. Summer moon. One what? <laughs> what was that? Was what were you going to say? Something in, inappropriate? Well, yeah, I just stopped myself. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked at her sideways with one eye open. Oh, my God. I gave her a wink and then. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how babies are made, people. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, on that note, take a little break and I'll be right back. All right, y'all, holiday season. And I know everyone wants to save cash this time of year because I certainly do. And America's Best Value Meal Kit helps you do just that. So what I am talking to you today about is called Every Plate, which is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping, which means you can put the money you save towards gifts for family, friends, or, you know, yourself. So at first, when I started ordering meal delivery kits, I thought that they were going to be expensive, but I'm now convinced that you can get the same convenience and deliciousness at a much lower price. Every plate's quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste, like the bag of mixed greens that you throw out every week because your husband bought it and didn't finish it and then it expired because yes, that happens to us on the reg in this house. And also, I know it's so easy to just order Postmates, but don't turn to takeout when the holidays get hectic. Instead, get every plate delivered. It's 58% cheaper than your average fast, casual meal, and you always feel good about what you're eating. I love to cook. Brock loves to cook. We had some amazing meals this week, you guys. I think Brock's favorite was probably the garlic rosemary chicken. We also had a roasted zucchini and bell pepper penne, but as much as I loved the penne, I think my favorite for holiday time was the diner style chicken and gravy. It had buttery broccoli and garlic mashed potatoes. And oh my God, I wish I had seconds and thirds because it was so good. You guys can get your first box for just $1.49. That is $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code Sheena149. And again, get your first box for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code Sheena149. That's up to a $110 value. (sighs) From food to therapy, because those are two things we all need, especially around the holidays. The holidays are one of the busiest and most stressful times of the year, but the gift of therapy has allowed me to enjoy the holidays even more than I have in a long time. And that is all thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry from the comfort of my phone, and I can reach out to my provider at any time. It's a little like having a mental health professional in my pocket. Basically, it makes taking care of my own mental health so easy. You guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, so you've heard me talk about how much therapy has been a game changer for me. I'm able to set healthy boundaries with my family this holiday season, which is something I struggle with, and therapy is helping me get better. I've noticed my mood and confidence and just overall energy has improved with the help of therapy. As you guys know, I've been struggling with, well, now I realize what I've been struggling with, but postpartum OCD for the past year and a half, I didn't know what was wrong with me until my therapist said, hey, we think this might be what it is. Also, y'all, I love that on Talkspace, you can easily sign up online and share text, video, or voice messages, whatever's best for you that day. It's incredibly convenient to have my therapy sessions on the go. When I am between cities, as you know, 
all of the time on the go. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code SHAY to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's SHAY at Talkspace.com. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So yeah, that's every plate and talk space. And speaking of therapy, mine's been going pretty damn good, honey. You know what, honey? I am proud of you. How, how are you enjoying therapy? I just feel like I finally know what one of the main issues is and that's the postpartum OCD and just OCD in general. And although I have yet to find a psychiatrist who I want to have make that proper diagnosis, I think my therapist is trained enough to know the signs and everything. And she's treated so many people who have been diagnosed by a psychiatrist. So just having those conversations with her have been so eye-opening and I just feel like a weight was lifted knowing oh okay this is what it is and then talking about it on this podcast speaking about it with friends and family and finding out so many other people so many other moms deal with this as bad as I have it maybe worse it just it's crazy that I feel like it's such a silent Thing that no one talks about because they don't want to seem like they're crazy or a danger to their child or like how could you see such dark things in your mind so no one talks about it I've certainly never talked about it before because I'm like what is wrong with me and now I know so it, when they when they say postpartum postpartum OCD OCD And it's often misdiagnosed for postpartum depression. Uh And let me tell you, honey, when I went in at my six-week check for postpartum depression, they do this like checklist. And there were maybe, say, two out of the 20 questions that I could have said yes. But you didn't. But I didn't because I knew that the 18, I knew it wasn't postpartum depression. I just knew that's not what it was. But the couple questions that I related to you didn't want to confess on because you didn't know you didn't want it to I didn't, didn't want, want to be, be diagnosed from postpartum depression when I just I knew in my heart and gut that's not what it was wow but we're gonna get way more into this when Tori comes on my podcast so I'm gonna save 
the rest of the depression talk for that <laughs> <laughs> mental health episode. I love that. I just, coming off a talk space ad, I just have to emphasize well, to in the honest, conversation honey, me, how much I am a therapy stan. Me and you, we've talked about it and, and I've never heard you say it like you just said just then, how the fact that it's not talked about enough. I try to explain myself more eloquently on the podcast than maybe sometimes conversing with you in the kitchen. Yeah. No. So... <laughs> Maybe we just need to hop on the mics more. Babe, because <laughs> when you put it like that, it's like, damn, like if this is a real thing, if it's being misdiagnosed as depression, if you don't want to try and be perceived as depressed so you don't answer the right things on a ticket on, on your, like that all in itself is just sounds very frustrating to deal with and let alone deal with it by yourself. So yeah. I'm sorry and I'm here for you. Thanks, this honey. is a we should talk on podcasts more often because yeah. we talk and listen to I each know. other. I love it. Forced wow. to listen. Yeah, we force the no listeners phones. to listen well, to except this. Except for reading the questions. <laughs> but okay. Oh my god. Uh JD Fish 23. Would you say yes if they asked you to be on Dancing with the Stars? JD Fish. Is this for me? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm I think that's for you, honey. Okay, so funny story. Yes, yes, hard yes to that question. I have wanted to be on this show ever since I was in college and not a reality star. I watched the show from the first season. I've watched that show grow. I have been to the show so many times with my mom until <sighs> November 2018. I go with my mom to see Dancing with the Stars. It was a really sad day. She had to put her dog down that day. And I was like, it was the finale. And I knew this was just going to cheer her up. <laughs> so when I've, I've said this story on the podcast before, I'm just going to give the short version. But when we checked in, they found a weed pen in my purse Long story short, apparently once you cross the gates at the CBS lot, it's like private federal property. And I brought drugs onto that property. At the time, I had my medical card. They didn't care. They took my ID. They said, don't ever come back. They, they took my ID. They made it sound very serious. So for the last you four 80, years. You got 86 out of Dancing with the Stars. I got blacklisted, yes. <laughs> So I have not tried to go back. I have not known anyone close enough on the show that's been worth like trying to go back for until this season. It was when they announced the lineup, I was like, oh my God, it's fucking Teresa and Heidi and Shangela and Gabby and so many people this season. Trevor, who I did 90210 with, like I had connections to so many people who were on this season. I'm like, God, I, I got to go. I got to go. But I don't because I'm scared. So I don't ask anyone. Teresa goes home after like two weeks, which was such a bummer. But for the finale, she's like, you and Brock should come. Now, I don't tell Teresa that I might not be allowed on the lot again. And maybe, <laughs> maybe, just maybe, this is a reason that in the past four years, I haven't been asked on the show. I'm just telling myself that because I haven't been asked on the show. So I'm like, maybe I'm actually blacklisted. But Teresa's like, don't worry. I got your name down. You're good to go. Here's the confirmation email. But she doesn't forward me the email. She sends me a screenshot 
of the email. So I'm like, okay, we'll just hope this is good. We <laughs> rock up to the gate. The guy is looking at my ID. And if you watched my vlog, or actually, I don't even think this part has come out yet, but you'll see in my vlog how they spelled my name on the seats. Because when you walk into Dancing with the Stars, they have a paper printed out with your first and last name so you know where your seat is because it's designated. Well, what did it say? It said S-C-H-E-C-I-N-C-I. Yeah, or something. It was, I don't know what they were trying to get to. I have no idea. It was like Shinchini <laughs> Shay. And I'm like, okay, so I think there was already an issue with him trying to find my name based on whatever spelling it was in. He finds Brock's name. I give him my ID. He looks up and he was like, hold on. And this is also going to be in the vlog, I believe, next week. And the guy's like, I don't really know how to say this to you, but um, your name matches the name of someone who's not allowed on property. So my supervisor's going to come over and have a talk with you. And I'm like, no fucking way. This is real. This is an actual thing. I am actually blacklisted still from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my God. So I'm freaking out a little bit. Now there are... (laughs) There is the longest line of cars behind us because we're just stuck at the gate. I was like, sir, would you like me to pull over? He's like, no, it's fine. They're having cars go around. They're checking them in every other place. It was uh, the supervisor comes over. She says, and I quote, (laughs) she leads with this. Is this the marijuana girl? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes, ma'am. It's me. She goes, you want to explain to me what happened? And this chick, like, this is not a woman you want to fuck with. I was like, okay, okay, a little scared. And I was like, ma'am, it was it was four years ago. I came with my mom. I'm a mom now, by the way. I had a weed pen and my medical card in my purse. I just, I, I didn't know. I wasn't going to smoke it in the show. I didn't know. And she was just like, I, like I'm just going to like stop you right there. She's like, it's fine. <laughs> Honey, it's fine. Uh, for a second, when you were talking to the chick and I was having the conversation in front of me, I was like, babe, what are you saying? Stop I know, talking. I know. I just felt like I had to explain <laughs> everything. And she was like, it's 2022. Like, it's all good. You can bring your phone into the show now. You can bring your weed pen into the show. You know what else you can bring into the show? You can bring actual fucking weed because that's what Gigi had. She had joints in her purse. And I was like, I mean, of course she does. That's like a huge part of her brand. But I'm like, but you brought it into the show. And she's like, yeah, because we're going to smoke it before we walk into the show. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good because I'm like, that's all I need is to be smoking a joint in the parking lot and to have her rock up and be like, marijuana girl, really? So um, needless to say, uh, long story short, we got into the show. It was amazing. Dancing with the Stars, hit me up. I'm ready. Let's hit her this. up. <laughs> hey, honey, you know what I just realized then when you were telling that story? Yeah. You are not just the Jonas Brothers pizza girl. You are the Dancing with the Stars marijuana or the C, is it the CBS? Yeah, but I'm the Dancing with the Stars marijuana girl. Yeah. Or I guess you can call me the CBS. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars You're marijuana You're the CBS. Girl. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yeah. So I don't know if I ever am on that show one day. Like, do they want me to tell this story in the package for one of the nights? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, it'll just die here on shenanigans. All right. Bitty Yoda. Did you say die here on shenanigans? Like that story just will die here on shenanigans. I don't think it's going to die on shenanigans. If anything, it's going to get talked about. <laughs> no, I'm saying it. Like I wouldn't talk about it on the show. If oh, okay. I, that, like this is the last time I, I would probably talk about it is what I'm saying. Roger that. Bitty Yoda. Oh, why are you leaving San Diego? Oh. I don't want to talk about it because I'm going to cry. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to cry. And when you see my vlog next week, so follow me around vlog. We have the Dancing with the Stars. But then we have this thing that Justice made of our memories in San Diego. And it's the best. It just, it doesn't make sense for us anymore. If we were able to buy that property and own it and make money on it, then I would have kept it. But it doesn't make any sense to have two rentals. You know, we rent yeah. in LA. I own in Palm Springs as much as I love, love, love San Diego. It was never really supposed to be more than a year, two years max. That was always the plan with, you know, lockdown and the pandemic and everything. We didn't think that we would ever be down there longer. Once work and everything opened back up, LA is where it's at. And last year we had our place in Hollywood and because that wasn't the best place to have a baby, but we got a killer deal on an awesome new building. Well, we also, that was when we tried to move back up to LA, there was nothing much available. Like rentals were a nightmare to try and get anywhere. So we got yeah, a good deal. Yeah, so we on got a good deal. And, and we waited to get I to this loved place. the inside of that apartment. I loved the building. I just wished it was like on the west side. <laughs> so, you know, we kept San Diego and we had the first six months of this year while Raquel stayed in our apartment in Hollywood. We kept it there. We had San Diego and it made sense until our lease was up and then they raised the rent a shit ton, by the way. And it just didn't make sense anymore. We'll be back, San Diego. We will be back. This works out this way that work is up here in LA. We yeah. sold the gyms in San Diego. So that left us with nothing. Back in San Diego, really, for myself and you and your family and everybody's up here. So it made sense. Do you love the, living up here, honey? I do. I love where we're at, like where we're sitting right now. This home that we're in, this condo, is as similar as we could get to the inside of our house in San Diego. We don't walk out to the sand, but we do walk out to a pool, a jacuzzi. We've got a park across the street, a grocery store, restaurants, a movie theater, like everything right here in walking distance that we didn't have in San Diego. So I do love it here. And that's made it a little easier. Yeah. But every time I move out of a place, I'm going somewhere bigger and better. And that wasn't the case here. I feel it's similar. And I do love it here. But well, we, were we very, gave up. We were very lucky, to, we were live, so lucky. to get that place in the first place. And our neighbors that we had down there, so it's uh it's is bittersweet, but yeah, it I was agree. more bitter. I agree with you. It's it's uh we you know we've got more. What, what was the sweet part, here. honey? I mean, we got to be up here, and we, now we get to work in LA a bit more. 
Well, no, we were always going to be. In I don't LA, know, but I'm honey. I'm trying to find a silver line and not to be so there, miserable. There about isn't it. one. We just need to hopefully be able to buy that house one day. Well, that was that's the goal. That's why we're going to stop renting it and save to try and buy it when yeah. it goes on the market. Yeah. Tracy hugs too. Wants to know what do you guys do to make each other smile? She said, "Love you guys." XOXO. Lemon water. Love you, Tracy hugs. Lemon water. I make you make sure I'm. I mean, if, if that I, does make me smile every morning. I so summer. Wait, depending on what time she wakes up. If she wakes up before six, we bring her into the bed for some cuddles, and we get up around seven. Brock is so awesome, and usually lets me sleep in till about eight. And then when I get up, he has lemon water ready for me, and he would make me breakfast every day. But I'm not that big of a breakfast person. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get her to eat brekkie. But this doesn't happen. But that does make me smile. Yeah. Lemon water in the morning. It's it's for me, it's just making sure. Because the days I don't do it, it's like, well, why didn't I do it? It was I was up there. I could do it. And I know for a fact it means more to you than the effort it takes you to do it. You know, so just do it. So I learned that. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm up there in the morning before you, just did lemon water. It makes put us a smile on your face. And uh, we're off to a good start of the day. What puts a smile on your face that I do? What do you know that you do every day that makes me smile? I think for me, something I do every day that makes you smile is when we check things off our list on the whiteboard. When I work out and when I do things that, like my self-care, yeah. you know, that, that makes make you smile. happy. That's exactly, 100%. When I see you working out on the tunnel or asking to do a workout and getting doing that stuff, hands down, I'm like, yeah, that's it. Let's do it. I love because that. I feel like I could, I mean, I could offer to make you lunch and dinner and whatever every day, but I don't feel like that like makes you smile. That's just like, oh, thanks. I could have done that myself. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> it's not that, honey. I think where we are in our relationship, I like watching you grow. Yeah. And so that makes me smile. Yeah. Yeah. I, and when I do make you my dinners, though, and I have the nice presentation, that makes you smile, too. Oh, but can I? I'm just, I'm just at that point, I'm not even smiling. I'm just a lucky man because <laughs> I got a wife that works on herself, is amazing to me, amazing mom, and she cooks me dinner. Like, I didn't, I didn't have to move to the couch. I get to be lazy for, for dinner. I'm in. Yeah. But I do generally like to cook, but I also love to get cooked for. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Is, make, there, is there anything I do that you can think of? That makes me happy. I just feel like that's been the biggest one lately. I think, well, it's, it is the biggest one, I think, for me. And what makes me happy is seeing you, you know, do stuff. Like, work on yourself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's those are my big ones. Okay. I like that. Steph underscore Lynn 89. How do y'all keep your relationship fresh and spicy since having summer plus work life? Vegas. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to. Ignore the. I mean, if you're, if we're talking about the un, un, untalked about, is that even a thing? If we're talking about the untalked about, okay. I mean, who? I've I got a question for everybody out there. Comment below and give us a five star review of your answer. But is sex a, a thing straight after pregnancy? Does it exist? How long? Because we have been very much. Actually, we're picking up the pace, but we've been very like it's gone. It's being put to the backside of things. You yeah, know? it's not. It's not the one forefront of the most of important parts of our relationship since baby. And unfortunately, by slipping that behind, like not making it a primary, 
Then it drops behind something else and then something else. And then it gets, then it becomes. I think that's very normal, honey. Yeah. And I think a lot of couples go through that same thing and maybe don't talk about it. But yeah. We also, I just, I think a big part for me is just getting out of my head, which <laughs> yeah. I think I've been better recently. But after having a miscarriage, a traumatic labor, getting help syndrome and all of that, I'm terrified of getting pregnant again. I am not mentally or emotionally ready for that. So that for the first year was really in my head. And then for the past six months, it just, at this point, I feel like it's in God's hands. And if I, honey, you put an IUD in, it's on not an, in God's hands. I wasn't done. <laughs> if I, on an IUD, got pregnant, that child is going to change this fucking world. And I'm not going to get help syndrome. But if I do, they'll deliver early. Everything will be fine. Like, yeah, but we have to have sex to have I a know. Kid. But it took me some time to get out of my head yeah. to get to that realization. It's We didn't go a year without sex. I'm just saying mentally, it probably took me a year to stop totally freaking out about that. But then the last six months, a little less, but yeah. it's still there. And I went to my yearly checkup. My doctor's like, it is still placed perfectly. It is 99.9% accurate. Your husband does not need to pull out. So I was like, all right, Dr. Banuni, I'm trusting you. Well, we're working on the pullout game just so you, for peace of mind for you. But the last two times recently that we've had sex, yeah. I was just like, it's good. Just do it. Just do it. And what happened? And you didn't. You pulled out. Pulled out game strong. Yeah. Yeah. See? But I've been <laughs> out of my head and I feel like our sex is back. I definitely, I don't say, yeah, it, it's definitely hotter than what it was before. You know what I mean? Before yeah. there was a lot of pressure around like, oh, we have to have sex now. Well, yeah, it's like we're out of town or we don't have the baby tonight. So tonight's the night we have sex because yeah. I was also so in my head, which still, I mean, I guess, no, have we? Well, she's in the other room, maybe. I'm like, have we had sex when? Yeah, we have, but you're but you're 100 percent of thinking about her, and then I bring it up as yeah, because then it. I'm like, I can't make noises because then she might wake up. Yeah, we she and his head goes in many it places. It does, and all the time, I honestly, I feel like sex. a lot of women probably probably their heads do, honey. That place. They probably do, and I'm here for it. But to answer your question, Steph, I think for us the trips that we do go out of town, but we don't put pressure on it anymore. Or like this trip, we had the whole family there, but mom and dad took Summer downstairs to get coffee. <laughs> I was horny. I was like, we got at least 10, 15 minutes. If the coffee line is long, we might have 20, but we have enough time <laughs> and for what? sure. We had enough time. Oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. I think to help you out for relationship advice on that point for people getting married is don't think, don't put the pressure on it. And then yeah. my second part with that would be be spontaneous. Like, yeah. don't plan it. Oh, we're going to have sex tonight. You know, if that's the conversation, just call her into the shower or him into the shower and get it on spontaneously. But like, because that's what we did last week. Last week. We were in Palm Springs. It's, yeah. And you, you so politely and in a sexy way, but you like asked for my consent. You're like, honey, do you want to like go in and, you know, do the thing? And I was like, Oh, like right now, like, oh, hold on, hold on. I wasn't ready for this. Like now I'm just feeling the pressure. And I was like, 
uh, I, I, yeah, me, give me a second. But then I was like, no, we're getting out of the hot tub and doing it right here, right now. And we did. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. What? It's not quite how I remembered that moment in the hot tub. What do you mean? I didn't. I, didn't. I was telling the short version. <laughs> You want to give all the details? No, we don't need to give all the details. But yeah, I think that's my 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 uh, recommendations or uh, advice is be spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sabs underscore H. Have you cut out alcohol now that you're a mom? I guess she doesn't listen to my drinking and podcasting episodes. <laughs> or she's not a mom. No, I'm joking. I think you're definitely drinking less. Well, that's also because you're not going to as many events as what we used to be going to. What do you mean drinking that. less than when I didn't drink when I was pregnant? Well, outside, no, before the kid, before being pregnant. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, we definitely did used to go out more. And then I feel like this summer with filming and events and like so many things kind of back to normal, I feel like I just socially drank more, but I never really drink to, and get drunk. No. It may be more often, but it's like, like right now you and I are splitting a seltzer and you know, I didn't have anything last night. I didn't have anything the night before. Yeah, no, I think it's fun. I don't think you need to explain that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think, uh, but, but to have that question, like now that you're a mother, should you be drinking? I don't think that should be a question. Right. You know, unfortunately, but Hey, everyone can do what they want. Do it in a responsibly mm -hmm. and, uh, take care of your kid. That's it. This is an interesting question. What do we got? It's a pupper named the gypsy. Oh, when man. you have a baby, do you still have the same amount of love for your pets? Oh, what a question. Right? Because here's the thing that I've been feeling. Of course, I still have the same amount of love for them. However, I don't have the same amount of attention I give them. I feel like now, and I feel so bad, but especially when summer does come in our bed because Salem and not always Penny, but Salem always sleeps in the bed, sometimes Penny too. And I feel like now when, if summer it's one of those nights or the early morning when I get her back to sleep and she's in the bed with us and Salem's in the bed, I'm like pushing him off and I'm like, no, I'm like protecting summer's sleep at all costs. And I feel like I do that more with them. And then I feel so bad because I'm like, Oh, these were my babies, but now this is my baby. And don't you wake up my fucking baby, Salem. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, your babies are good with each other. So that's that's the best part about that. And I feel bad too sometimes. Like Salem's just all over us when we're lying I down. Know. I'm like, but even before baby, he wasn't all over us. You know what I mean? He was always all over us. What are you talking about? He slept on my head. That's you. He's never all over me then. Oh, yeah. But probably now because... My attention is split not just between the two cats, but between a baby. And obviously the baby gets way more of my attention. Clearly. So it's not that my love has changed for them, but it Do just... Do you reckon they've noticed it? Of course. I think so. Mm. And even like right now, Penny was trying to hop up, but we're doing the podcast. I'm like, Penny, can you just lay right here? I'm not trying to push you away. I just want you right well, she, here, yeah, she would not be on top to you, of the but, podcast machine. Yeah, but Salem's next to her, so he's not going to stay there. I know, and then they hate each other still. Still, even if a baby, they still never bonded over that, realized that they were on the same cats. I know. But now they're enemies still. I know. I don't know if I'm, I haven't noticed a difference, but they're not my cats, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, no. I mean, and they love 
summer. Mm-hmm. Like Salem especially is so well, patient Penny's with her. Penny. Penny, and she's always just been Penny. But I do feel bad sometimes when I'm just like, oh, I want to just give the cats attention, but summer is a human who needs my attention. Yeah. Cats. So <laughs> it's different, but I still I love my fur babies. Ooh. Linda Kenny underscore. How do you deal with the conflict between Brock and your mom? You've said there has been some. So last week we talked about. How do you deal with the conflict between me and your mother, my love? Well, I feel like sometimes I just like to ignore it completely Mm -hmm. and not get involved Mm -hmm. and just be like, you know what? That's how he is. That's how she is. I accept it. And I move on with my life because I feel like that's the best way. There's no fun in trying to tell you that you're wrong or my mom that she's wrong because you always think you're right and she always thinks she's right. So I just let you guys be right and deal with each other. And then, you know, I, it's her boy. Yeehaw. <laughs> How her do boy. I get my husband to be more sensitive like you? It's nice to see a man's emotions. Sensitive like me. Wow. I do wear my emotions on my sleeve, I guess. But I, some would say that it's not a good trait, you know? Some will say I don't have emotions at all. I'm emotionless. <laughs> but I don't know. I think for me, I just, I, I have a really good understanding of the person I want to be and the person I want to surround myself and the standards I want to try and keep. And I try and just stick to that. And if not, I get emotional about it because, you know, more times than not, you fail at some things you set your your goals to. Yeah. So you get really, you know, Sheena gets upset with me because she thinks I don't have feelings. But I no, I know you have feelings. I just think sometimes you can be harsh. I can, and be. it's we were raised completely differently, and I have to remind myself of that. Yeah, but I was just I was just letting letting them know that the reason why I'm. And have I'm sensitive is because all, we all have feelings, and sometimes when you think your husband's not sensitive, he probably is sensitive. But just know that he understand he got like he doesn't I, know how to express it. It's not even that we just deal with all of us. We deal with these feelings, but we just you process just them internally. In. We process so them, and yes, apparently that's bad, and that's why you see me when I get upset. It's just like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, you know, and so, but thank you. I do find kind of find uh what's the word I'm looking for? Comfort in knowing that, you know, men do cry. <laughs> it's not and that's like I don't I've never thought of men that couldn't cry, you know, but I do cry often, but that's just because I, I'm committed to what I want to do. Everything everything's all in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of being all in, Rachel Bennett wants to know if we would be all in to do a family reality show. I'm in. So in. <laughs> if, would... if we could, I mean, obviously give us like, if I've got a couple more years of working to do up here, rebuilding, but you know, I'd love to just to go on adventures with you guys. Yeah. Down oh under. God, just like, I want to, I want to take the family around the world and take you guys with us to yeah. go explore different And like cultures. more than just YouTube. More than just, I mean, hopefully we can get it anyway. You know, like, no, but I mean, like, a, an actual show. Like, that would be so fun if we yeah, were I'd to love do a to show do with a family and travel around the world. And <gasps> just go, like, because that way you dream. can see, like, the world, but then you can also see the communities, 
how the wives are treated, how the husbands are treated, how the yeah. kids are treated, like full 360 I would degree really love that. impression or an understanding of different cultures because that's one thing I really love what's going on right now. The, the World Cup is on for the soccer. Mm-hmm. And it's like you see America come out at 7 a.m. to go support America, you know? Yeah. And it's cool to get that camaraderie about one sense of thing, you know? It's mm-hmm. not anything else. It's just a sport. But America does we don't do that enough over here. I joke I about it with you of the World Series, how America plays the World Series and you win it, but you only play Canada. I know. <laughs> I don't understand why it's called the World Series. Yeah. I never realized that until you asked me, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah, that doesn't make sense. But now listen. I love America. Please don't think that I'm having a dig at America right now. It's just good to have a sense of community getting together no, but it is outside different. of it, right? God, especially if you're a Chargers fan. <laughs> you have no loyalty. That stadium was red at the Chiefs game. Honey, yeah. did you hear when they sang the national anthem? At the end of it? And they said, and the home of the, and the whole stadium goes, Chiefs. <gasps> Not gonna lie, that's pretty savage. Like, it is like to do that. And I love me some Mahomes. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. However, like that must be something they do at all of their games. Or a way, yeah, maybe. No, but I'm they, sure that's something say, that they do. So it, it's not disrespectful, right? Because they wait for the I end of it because they say brave and then, then they say chiefs. No, they said chiefs while he was singing brave. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy kept that note going for a minute. He was fucking Awesome. And then they hit him with the Chiefs. And so, yeah, disrespectful. Not gonna lie, when they said that, I was like, when they did that, I was kind of like, savage, wow. but disrespectful. Yeah, they're cool. Eloise O'Hara, going back to, so you're just talking about World Cup and other Soccer, countries yep. and everything. Would you want Summer to go to school in Australia for safety, et cetera? Ain't that the million dollar question? <sighs> it's tough. It's a tough one because, well, it's not tough. I would love to have her back in Australia for a term, which is half a semester. In Australia, we do our school system by terms. One, two, three, four terms in in two semesters, which is a calendar year. So this is where it really baffles America, but you guys do it too here. But our calendar year for school is from January to December. So you're right. okay. So you start school like the second week. You have a week off for New Year's, maybe two weeks, and you start school. You go to school for like I think it's like eight weeks, nine weeks. Then you get like a two week holiday or like a ten ten day holiday maybe. Then you go again, and then you have like a two week holiday. Then you go again, and then like a little break, and then again, and it's Christmas. Very very structured, very simple, uh-huh. makes sense. In America, you guys go by seasons, right? Well, school starts, it's starting even earlier. Now it's in August. It used to always be in September after Labor Day when I was in school. So your first day of, like, if you go to the first day of school, it's in August. Now it is, yeah. It yeah. used to always be, like, September 7th. It's your like first day of school. Yeah. And then you have Thanksgiving break. Yep. And then you have Christmas break. Well, winter break now. We can't call it Christmas break anymore. Yeah, winter break. Winter break. But when I was in school, yeah. You have Easter, which... Is, I don't know if you can still have Easter. Is that spring break now? No, we have that too. But then you wrap up school like first week of June. And then you have the summer off. Then you have this, you have three months off, yeah. right? 
Wow. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I think, I mean, going back to that, I would like to have summer in school for a term. And then, and then, but I would like her to go grow up in the American schooling system as well because I want her to have the opportunity to go to an American college. I want all the kids, even Eli Winter, I would love to have, figure out that, com- that we'll have yeah. that conversation later on, but for them to have the opportunity to go to the American college system on a scholarship, you know, I will would say, be amazing. though, no guns in Australia sounds really fucking nice for school. Last question, honey. You ready? Hit me. Narod Michelle wants to know, how do you get through difficult conversations and arguments? Well, Narod actually helps us. <laughs> <laughs> so Narod is our amazing, one of, I have two amazing producers who work on this podcast. I have Nick with Dear Media and I have Narod who I've kept on from Action Park Media because she is just the shit the- and she has heard it all for the last two years on this podcast. She has heard heard it all clean. Yeah. And then she's like, listen, guys. And she helps me with a perspective. And to be honest, how we get through to answer your question, tough conversations and arguments is by exactly that. Hearing what we're saying to each other mm-hmm. and thinking about it. And honestly, maybe somebody, a third party gets involved when we vent to somebody and they communicate with us. That's the best way because it's all about perception and we both only have our perception and it could be seen many other ways. So, Narod, thank you very much for the work you've done on the podcast with Sheena and I and for Sheena. And to answer your question, just surround yourself with good people. Out. Especially couples in relationships, I promise you. Oh my God. They're totally. going through the same thing. Yeah. Everyone, there's so many similarities when you actually sit down and talk about what you're going through. So many people are going through the same thing. So and we I just, we realize that. Not emphasize that enough. I think it was a big eye opener for me recently talking the about kids. the postpartum OCD. Oh, yeah. But wait, what were you going to say? I think recently it's come, it's been more, it's been more brought to our attention more recently because we, when we're single, we don't really share our emotions and our arguments. Everything's fine. But now that we're parents, we, nothing's fine. We're always stressed out. And so we're, our time we have with each other, our kind of, uh, what's the, like, like you, you know, you're on a short string, you know, you're a hinge. When you're, when you're with your partner, that's quite shortened. Your patience yeah. for anybody and your loved ones are the first one that gets it cut short. And I think, you know, now we realize that. So we aren't, we aren't sugarcoating it. We're having these fun conversations with our parent friends because they're going through that same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And what I was just going to say is I've realized it more recently with just talking about postpartum OCD and even going back to my miscarriage. But so many other women, friends of mine and women in my family who have gone through similar experiences or are currently going through them and just talking about it whether it's with your partner a family member or whoever just talking about difficult and tough things really helps because i promise you guys you are not alone we are all experiencing this life together and you and me touch the stars i don't know all the words yeah 
Can I just say, honey, that is one of the things that I should have said last week that I'm going to end this podcast with now that I love the most about you is how you don't know the lyrics to any song in the world, but you sing them like you do. And it's the cutest thing ever. When I hear you <laughs> saying the most wrong words to what's the magic carpet ride song? A whole new world. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your but I know the one. I know that. It's the cutest. It's the cutest. Well, listen, honey, if you don't know, you know. Until you don't know, then you don't know. So you, then you need to know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Bye. Y'all, I am so excited. Something I have been working on for so long is finally here. I have launched my very own eyelash line. It's called Viva Verano, means long live summer. I have the cutest packaging, all rainbow, as an ode to my rainbow baby who has the best lashes in the game. We have three styles, summer, moon, and honey, something for everyone. You can check them out now at Viva Verano Lashes on Instagram or go to vivaveranolashes.com. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.